I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Let's Examine Bible Study. I'm Pastor Fred Richardson. We are live from Nevada, the city of Las Vegas. We're an outreach ministry, literally and figuratively. Our ministry is outside of the four walls. Occasionally, you may hear a dog barking or a train going by or a plane flying over. This is Lesson 100. Bible study every Thursday, open discussion. Bible study Thursday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Promptly. Topic, the power of prayer. Features scriptures coming from Mark 10, 46 through 52. For those of you who have your Bibles, turn to Mark 10, 46 through 52. And verse 46, and it says, And they came to Jericho as they went out of Jericho with his disciples. And a great number of people, and buying Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side, begging. Let's examine it. And they came to Jericho as they went out of Jericho. Mark 10 and 46, and Matthew 20 and 29 say that Bartimaeus met them as they left Jericho. But Luke says, as they draw near to Jericho, Luke 18 and 35. One possibility at the time there were two locations referred to the name Jericho. The original mention in the Old Testament was by the time of Jesus, a small village about two miles south of the large city. <clears throat> Modern day Jericho is a Palestinian city in the West Bank. It is in the Jordan Valley with the Jordan River to the east and Jerusalem to the west. The latter Jericho was built by Herod the Great around 35 BC. So Matthew and Mark will be saying Jesus is leaving the old Jericho while Luke is saying he's approaching a new Jericho. Let me be unequivocally clear, there were other explanations. However, this one seems to make the most sense. Now, a word of prayer. Father God, we ask that you bless this Bible study on this day, oh God. Let it be nutritious to everyone that's partaking thereof. Lord, we pray that they'll take it and apply it to their lives. And they'll take this word and share it with someone that's in great need of hearing it. As always, Father, allow me to decrease while you increase as the word goes forth. In Jesus' precious name, amen. I want to send a special prayer out to Miss Gloria White. She contracted the virus COVID-19. And unfortunately, it, it took her life. I pray for the family and friends that God will give you that peace that, that surpasses all understanding. I will always remember my ex-mother-in-law only with great memories. I pray that her soul is with Christ for all eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's continue 
the Bible says that Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Bartimaeus begged for food for his survival. Because he was blind, he begged for food. He wasn't capable to earn it and could not survive without it. Bartimaeus was self-aware of his circumstances. He understood, I need help. Listen, being self-aware empowers you to make changes and build on areas of strength as well as identifying areas where we would like to make improvements. There are many people that are doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different results. That's called insanity. Let's continue being self-aware in verse 47 is an example of an individual being empowered. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. By calling Jesus the son of David, the blind man was affirming his belief that Jesus was the Messiah. The Bible tells us in Romans 10 and 17, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith is knowing that God is real. And that you can trust in God's promises. Bartimaeus had heard of this Jesus and his miracles. And he hoped to recover his eyesight. Crying out to Christ for help and healing. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. When you're going through, call out to Christ. For your deliverance. For your healing. Oh, praise God. Let's continue. Verse 47. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thy son of David have mercy on me. Mark 20 and 31 and Luke 18 and 38. And they warned him that he should be quiet. Zip it up. Shut up. Walk with me. Warn in the Greek. Let's examine seven synonyms for warn. Rebuke, reproof, astonishment, lecture, criticize, attack, chastisement. As you can see that Barnabas may have gone through quite a bit. Let's continue. The people were telling Barnabas to be quiet. But he kept calling out even more loudly and persistently than before. For those of you who have your Bibles, please turn to Joshua 6 and 10. That's Joshua 6 and 10. Notice the wisdom of Joshua. And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice. Neither shall words proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout. Then shall you shout. Why is this particular uh, scripture significant? 
You see, unfortunately, many saints in the body of Christ can be unintentionally incredibly discouraging. Like Barnum Timaeus, you must have tunnel vision. The Bible says that many charge him that he should hold his peace. Like Joshua, he had received direct orders from God, directly from the throne, that they should march around the city. Joshua didn't want any distractions. He didn't want anyone saying anything that might be discouraging to the saints. There are times, yes, when you can be incredibly encouraging. But as it applies to Joshua, he had received orders directly from the throne. It was settled. All that was needed is simply to follow those, those orders from the Most High God. As it applies to Barnabas in the multitude, there's no doubt there were sinners and saints. And I'm quite sure that there may have been some that were incredibly encouraging. At the same time, there were some that were discouraging. But Bartimaeus had what we call tunnel vision. He was not going to allow anyone or anyone to discourage him. Or to cause him to be silent. Because of his tunnel vision, despite the discouragement or distractions, Barnabas never took his eyes off of Christ. Let's examine distractions. Fired from your job. Perhaps you are diagnosed with with cancer perhaps a loss of a loved one as I prayed about previously at the start of this Bible study COVID-19 despite what's happening all around you Barnabas never took his eyes off of Christ the Bible says that he cried out the more deal we have to be imitators of Christ. At the same time, we can draw from Barnabas and how he dealt with adversity. Even though we may have lost our job by way of being fired, laid off, whatever the case may be. Maybe we, we have received a diagnosis that we are now... in a situation where we have to deal with with cancer or perhaps loss of loved one to COVID-19 we can still pray we can still stay focused even though we're going through some things when you're hurting so bad on the inside or perhaps frightened or perhaps unsettled whatever the case may be you can pray Never, ever take your eyes off of Christ. Never take your eyes off 
of Christ because he is the author and finisher of our faith. Notice what comes next in verse 49 and the Bible says that Jesus stood still. The Bible says and Jesus stood still. God had heard his cry. And commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man. Say unto him. Be of good comfort. Rise. He called thee. Let's examine Jesus stood still. What is the Messiah conveying to us? If you have a pen, get it. If you have a pencil, get it. Or chalk. Psalms 34 and 6, And the poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all, A-L-L, his troubles. Psalms 34 and 19, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. I'm going to stop here. I think it's imperative that I break down this particular scripture. Psalms 34 and 19, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. If you look at that word, delivered, what you will find is sometimes God will snatch you out of that situation. And there are other times God will simply equip you. That can simply mean that God will, will strengthen you or he will put people around you to encourage you. But he's going to get you through whatever it is that you're in the midst of. Psalms 9, 9 through 10. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou thy Lord hast not forsaken thee that seek thee. Once again we're back to where we first began. Do not take your eyes off Christ. Let's continue. And he cast away his garment and rose and came to Jesus. And he casting away his garment. Rose and came to Jesus. Let's examine 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Let's examine all things that become new. That's a new life. Namely, a spiritual and divine life. New spiritual senses, new desires and hopes and fears, joys and sour and passions and appetites. And often hear people say I wonder if I'm safe I wonder if I die today that I'll make it into the city the most easy and simplest answer would be you ought to have a new appetite you shouldn't be doing the same things that you used to do you want something different your cravings are just simply different. You find yourself having compassion for other folk. Not as before. You find yourself when you do sin, it's not the same. 
it's not the same and you quickly repent. The Bible says that Barnabas casting away his garment and rose and came to Jesus. Barnabas says, I, I, I want a new life. I, I want my sight. I, I want to do something different. And part of casting away that rose, that robe, he wanted a new start, a new beginning. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. And that's what it's all about. Lord, I want something different. It could be a bad marriage that's on the brink of divorce. Like Barnabas just cast away that robe. I don't want to do the things that I used to do or have been doing. Father, I want to do it your way. Because I know that your way works. Barnabas had heard of all the miracles. There's one instance that God raised a man from the dead, Lazarus. If God can do those things, he can certainly turn that marriage around of yours. I want something different. And part of that is throwing off self and inserting Christ. Because Christ can make the difference. God, Christ can niche that marriage back together better than before. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Whatever it is you're going through, never ever take your eyes off of Christ. But what's equally more important is that whatever God's Spirit tells you to do, you need to do it. Exactly the way He tells you to do it, when He tells you to do it, how He tells you to do it. These things are crucial. Sometimes God blesses us with whatever we pray for. But sometimes we are incredibly slowful. Sometimes we see the blessing unfolded and we stop listening to what God is saying. And therefore the blessings stop right there. Follow Christ into the completion of his direction. We're back at Joshua. Joshua says, hey, everybody be silent. No shouting, no praying, no talking, nothing. Let's follow God's direction to its completion. What I'm saying is when God blesses you, you need to follow his direction to the completion of the directions that he gave you. Let's continue verse 51. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto the Lord, That I may receive my sight. Let's stop here for a second. Barnabas could have asked for money or food, but his faith was bigger than that. Barnabas was self-aware of his circumstances and his conditions. I have a timeless quote for you. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. He wanted his eyesight to help himself. 
Yes, he could have asked Jesus for money, but it only lasted a day, two, maybe three. But he wanted more than that. He had a vision. Lord, I, I need my eyesight. I, I want to do for myself. I want to work. I want to provide for myself and not beg. That's why he threw away his robe. I want to do a new a new thing. And sometimes we have to open up our eyes and look at the bigger picture. Not just the present, but the future. Self-aware empowers you to make changes and to build on areas of strength as well as identify areas where we would like to make improvements. There are many people are doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same result. That's called insanity once again. If it's not working, you need to go to the throne. Toss away that robe. Okay, God, do a new thing. Do it your way. Oh, praise God. Somebody should be praying right now. For that relative or that friend or that boss. That asks you to continually pray for them about this or that. But refuse to go to the throne. Refuse to follow God's direction. Let's continue our final verse. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. By saying your faith has made you whole, Jesus emphasized the necessity of faith. Blind Bartimaeus had the kind of faith that pleases God. A wholehearted trust in the healer. Jesus showed once again that God reward those that earnestly seek him. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11 and 6, but without faith it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is the reward of them that diligently seek him. Blind Bartimaeus understood this truth and he earnestly sought the Lord and his action reflect the kind of faith that is pleasing to God. You know, what I'm going through I could wake up in the middle of the night and start praising God. I could be in the bathroom right then and there and start praising God. I can be in the midst of folk. I don't do it out loud, but start praising God. I just stay before the throne and not get distraction whatever it is that I'm going through. That's what I'm conveying to you. Whatever it is. You could be trying to get through school and having all kinds of difficulties. Start praising God. Start praising God and watch God turn that situation around because He is God and He cares for you. Thanks for joining us in Thursday Bible study. The Bible conveys to us in Romans 10 and 9 that thou 
shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And verse 10, for with the heart man believed unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And verse 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. Let's examine contact information. Let's examine .org. Let's examine at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Let's examine. HTTPS dot slash slash anchor dot FM slash let's examine dot com. Let's examine live Sunday 6 p.m. promptly hosted by Elder Patricia David Richardson. That number is 978-990-5399. The code is 8283022. That's 978-990-5399. That's the phone number. The code is 8283022. I'm Pastor Fred Richardson. You can contact me directly at 702-741-1138. At 702-741-1138. For any comments, concerns, or support. Thank you.